And this is the only command in the Quran Sharif that Allah Ta'ala instructs that this should be done excessively. There are numerous amal and all have to be done. But when it comes to zikr, this is something which Allah Ta'ala in the Quran Sharif says, Udhkurullah dhikran kathira. Remember Allah Ta'ala excessively. And the case of Rasulullah sallallahu it is mentioned in the ahadith, كَانَ يَذْكُرُ اللَّهَ عَلَىٰ كُلِّ أَحْيَانِهِ Nabi sallallahu would perpetually remember Allah Ta'ala. All the time in Allah Ta'ala's remembrance. So everything actually, the essence of it is zikr. And when the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala has been achieved, then the salah of a person also will become salah. His tilawat will become tilawat. His hajj will become hajj. And every amal will become what it's meant to be. Because the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala is there. Otherwise, a person's salah also may become whatever his job is, what his business is, what his occupation is. Allah forbid his salah may become even sport. While he's in Salah and he's still scoring goals, he's still hitting sixes and whatever else. So the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala has been created and achieved in the heart, then that Salah will become Salah. Now he'll say Allahu Akbar and he will be linked to Allah Ta'ala. And then even his business will become an ibadat. Because he will conduct that business with the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala is watching, Allah Ta'ala is away. So I have to do whatever is going to please Allah Ta'ala and stay away from everything that will displease Allah Ta'ala. No matter how lucrative something may seem, but if it is not correct, Allah Ta'ala is not going to be pleased with this, I cannot do this. So in any case, this dhikr and remembrance of Allah Ta'ala is what is necessary at all times. One is the dhikr that we are familiar with and understand as dhikr, the tasbihat, Tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, this is all zikr. There must be some portion of the day where there is some fixed time for the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala in this formal manner of some tasbihat, zikr, tilawat. The minimum that we are normally told about is the three tasbihat, Duru Sharif, Istighfar, the third karima. Together with that, whatever the tasbihat and zikr, somebody might have been told by their Mashayish, etc. So we try to complete that. Together with this zikr, a very, very fundamental and important part of zikr, or this remembrance of Allah Ta'ala and consciousness, is the Masnoon du'as. To become very conscious of reciting the Masnoon du'as on their occasions. The time in the life of Nabi Sallallahu you will find these Masnoon du'as, his entire day is filled with it. From the moment a person wakes up till the time he falls asleep, there are du'as to be recited on the various occasions. A person barely has opened his eyes and he's recited the kalima taking the name of Allah Ta'ala, Alhamdulillah alladhi ahyana ba'dama amatana wa ilayhim nushur. He starts his day off with the shukr of Allah Ta'ala, Alhamdulillah, the expression of shukr. Alhamdulillah alladhi ahyana. All praise is due to that being who has brought us to life. Ba'dama amatana. 
after having given us death, because sleep was a kind of death, like a person is dead, he doesn't know who came and who went, he can't see anything, he's not hearing anything, likewise a sleeping person. So Allah Ta'ala gave a person life after this kind of death, because sometimes it happens a person sleeps and that is it, he doesn't wake up in dunya after that, he wakes up in the akhirat. So this shukr and then reminding oneself for ilayhi nushur, one day we will all wake up on the day of Qiyamah and be resurrected in front of Allah Ta'ala. So now the first thing a person woke up, woke up, this is a dua. Then natural human need, he wants to go to the toilet, there's a dua before entering the toilet. There's a dua after leaving the toilet. Now he's going to make wudu, there's a dua before commencing the wudu. There's a dua to be made during wudu. There's a dua after wudu. Person is about to leave the home now to come to the masjid. There's a dua before leaving the house. Before he enters the masjid, there's a dua. And when he will leave the masjid, there's a dua. Alhamdulillah, there are many, many concise kitabs where all these duas are collected. All it requires is a person taking one dua at a time, even maybe writing it down on a piece of paper, on a page or something, and keeping it in the pocket. And on the relevant occasion, this meaning looking at it and reading it. One dua every week, one dua every two weeks also. And a person keeps reading it without trying to memorize it also, he will learn it. But what will happen is that with these duas, and if a person can take the extra effort of trying to learn the meaning as well, and with that consciousness he recites it, at each time he's reciting these duas, it is linking him to Allah. Ta'ala. And it is part of this zikr kathir that is required. There are many, many du'as. Among these very numerous du'as, one simple and very concise du'a that will enhance a person's wudu tremendously. Wudu is an ibadat and it is that ibadat which gets a person's sins all washed out. But the reward of wudu is tremendously decreased and in fact sometimes destroyed. When during wudu a person is talking worldly talk, etc., so this very simple du'a transforms the wuzu tremendously. The du'a to be made during wuzu, Allahumma khfirli zambi, awasi'li fi dari, wabarikli fi rizqi. Those three things. But these three things encompasses our whole, all our needs of deen and dunya. All our needs of dunya and akhirat. There's one short little du'a. And there are those special moments in time when whatever a person asks at that time, the moments of acceptance, it's done. It came out from his mouth, it came out of his heart, and that moment of acceptance, and it's done. So that dua, number one, will make that wudu, wudu. It will keep his mind focused on this ibadat. And the great things that he's asking in it, if that gets accepted, subhanallah, everything is done. The first thing is, Allahumma khfilli dhambi. Ya Allah, forgive my sins. If a person's sins are forgiven, and he leaves the dunya in this manner that he's forgiven already, then what, is, what else is left for him to worry about? Because that is the greatest need of every person in dunya, that he must be forgiven by Allah. So Allahumma khfilli dhambi. Ya Allah, forgive my sins. Sins are forgiven, his akhirat is made. And his sins are forgiven, his dunya is made. Because on this, a person has gained Allah Ta'ala's maghfirat, Allah Ta'ala's pleasure. Allah Ta'ala shows his maghfirat on those who be pleased. 
When a person gets it, Allah Ta'ala's pleasure, his dunya is made also. So the first thing is, Allahumma khilli dhammi, awasi'li fi dari. Ya Allah, make my home spacious for me. Make it sufficient for me. No matter what the size may be. The size sometimes may be big, sometimes may be small. But that home, the size may be whatever, but it is a home. Otherwise the size might be very huge. It might be spanning acres. But sometimes it is just a house, not a home. There is no sukoon in it. There is no tranquility, there is no peace. The person wants to be out of the place because he can't get peace in it. So what the dua is, Ya Allah, you make that place a place of sukoon for me. You make it such that it becomes sufficient for me. I don't have any need in order to bring peace to myself, to run anywhere else outside, to be paying exorbitant prices just for the sake of some kind of sukoon somewhere. That sukoon must be in my four walls. And those four walls will become home for me. So when that house becomes spacious for him, no matter what its size may be, he's comfortable, he's content. And otherwise, no matter what a person may have, all the luxuries and comforts, he be still looking for a hotel room somewhere for a night, just merely to just get some sukun. Not out of necessity, he's traveling, whatever the case is. Just sometimes people drive, in some cities, drive down the road. From a palatial home, drive down the road to go and stay in the hotel room for a weekend. So, this is the dua that this place will become a place of sukun, of happiness, of peace, of contentment. Allah grant me barakat in my risk. This is what everybody's need is. Once, he was giving one talk in one masjid, and in that he mentioned one dua. It is also a dua, a dua to be recited in jalsa after the sitting posture, in the sitting posture after the first sajda. So, between the two sajdas, there's a dua. Nabi Salaam used to recite after the ruku in the Oma, there's a dua there as well. So in this <coughs> jalsa posture, there's a dua. And in this dua is also the person is asking for rizq. So he mentioned in that it was a Jummah Bayan that inshallah after the salah, I have these cards printed, inshallah this has got this dua also, where it's the barakat of rizq in there also. So whoever wants it may take it. So that day after Jummah, many people were waiting. He said, it seems some of them probably didn't even read the sunnahs. But they were waiting for the dua for barakat. So the dua for barakat everybody wants. But this dua, these are the very opportune moments. In the midst of a great ibadat, like wudu, a person is being given the opportunity to make dua for barakat in rizq. Barik rizq. One is kathrat. That a person has an excess, an abundance. But the important thing is there must be barakat in that kasrat. There must be barakat in that abundance. Then if there's barakat, if there's barakat in little also, it will do a person's work. And there's barakat in an abundance also, mashallah, nur, ala nur. But if there's no barakat, then the more they may be, the bigger the problem may become. That itself could become the biggest problem. But if there's barakat in it, then mashallah, then no person he will do his work, he'll get other people's work done with it too. So what is the main thing is barakat. And this is what we have been given this opportunity to ask for barakat in the midst of the wudu. 
So normally a person is discussing what's the next best price of something somewhere, rather than discussing the best price, we are asking for barakat from Allah. So these are very simple words, very simple short dua, doesn't even, won't even take a person time to learn it off. But by merely repeating it a few times, he will know it and it will transform the wudu into a great ibadat. So Allah mukhilli dhambi wa wasi'li fi dari wa barikli fi rizqi. Allah ta'ala give us a tawfiq. Akhir da'awana alhamdulillahi rabbil